What it do? The oh, Breaking Barriers Podcast. What up? How y'all doing today? Good. How y'all? Oh, I'm here. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. How y'all? How y'all? It's Tuesday again. <laughs> it's Tuesday again. <laughs> yes, the Breaking Barriers Podcast. We got a good one today, y'all. Adrian has stirred up some shit this week. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are the Breaking Barriers Podcast. For those of you who do not know who we are, I'm going to go and jump right on in and introduce us so we can get this show on the road because we got some stuff to talk about today. So I will introduce my amazing co-host, Mr. Adrian Taylor, a.k.a. Mr. GC, you already know. Hey, a.k.a. I don't know, man. <laughs> Mr. Stir the Pot. <laughs> I'm wondering about these questions we be posting every weekend. Man. <laughs> Who muted? Ain't nobody muted it. I think that's you, Will. At least I don't think I can hear them fine. I don't know. I don't know. Well, then we got my girl, old Drina, aka. <laughs> Drina Dream. AKA. Why do people with the most to say never want to come on? <laughs> Just be. Then we have our host with the most always going on, Miss Dee Dee, Miss AKA, the poor queen, AKA, Dee Dee, about to find out today. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, I think it's gonna be a good show tonight, so we're gonna jump on into our um training topics so we can get to our icebreaker topics and then our main topics for our, our panel to come on. It's been a lot going on, y'all, in these social media streets this week. Lord, everybody panties is in a bunch. Everybody offended by everything. I don't know. It's just a hot mess. Um, yes. Well, look, yes, well, get your popcorn together. Jennifer, listen, you already know, Tuesday keep rolling around way too fast for me. But we're going to start with our first trending topic. And of course, we have a video so y'all can form your own opinion on how y'all feel about it. So, uh, Carisha, please. She got a 10 year old son at a Rolling Loud concert throwing money. Some people say it was on a stripper, some people say it was just money in the air. I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> what you say? Are we surprised? Are, are we, we surprised? <laughs> but here's the video so y'all can come up with whatever conclusion y'all want to come up about. Okay. Woo! 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 Um, the city girls were on, or maybe it was just her on the breakfast club one time, and she said she started having sex when she was in the third grade. <laughs> and then she said she was Sorry. then she said she was 13 in the third grade, and I was like, Yeah, because everybody kind of you know pulled the you know, the one liner from that, because she was like, she was 13, and then she said third grade. So I don't know if she meant to say sixth grade or seventh grade or 
I don't know what she meant to say, but she sure said third grade. And it's like, yeah. oh, I third, see gym, third grade. What Florida school systems got going mm, on? I don't know. I found it weird that people try to justify this. And it's like social media tries to justify everything if you got money. I'm like, it's a kid. It's a child. It there's even though like there are certain concerts I'm not gonna bring my kid to because I know they're gonna get a contact high and have to be carried up out of there. <laughs> it don't matter where we sit at, we could be on the we don't gotta be in the midst of anything. Like what? it's just certain places that I remember I don't remember which Beyonce tour it was, maybe Lemonade. And I was shocked. No, 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 it was her Beyonce self-title tour, and that album was really raunchy for Beyonce. And that was the one with partition and everything on it. And when I went, there was a row of like seven, eight-year-olds like in that with their mamas. I was like, why would you bring your child to see Beyonce? <laughs> this is crazy. The crazy part about this is Rolling Loud has an age minimum. Like you can't get in that concert as a 10-year-old. So like her having him there, period, was crazy. That's your yeah. people. I was like, they talking about he doesn't know. You know what I'm saying? She keeping it real how she rapped, you know, she ain't hiding that from her kids, I guess. So, you know, you gotta, you gotta have a different character for that. Like, you can't just that's too much. Because if it was a little girl and men was throwing money on her, it would be a whole different story. Hey. Hey, cousin. Yeah, we're gonna move on to the next topic because child, and we ain't staying on this one too long because I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. I am sick of it. Goddamn Carly done spoke, said she made a mistake, bitch. Just oh, lying. Who? Child. <laughs> Who is that? The girl that said she went. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't know nothing about that. I don't know nothing about them people. <laughs> you know what we talking about. Mm-mm. No, common acting. sense definitely ain't common these days. I'm acting like it didn't happen. Child. That's what I wish the news would do. But I already mm -hmm. know what they I already know what they're doing. So I got another oh, video for her this boyfriend director. Oh yeah, he got look, he got well, all his followers. He got twenty thousand followers. <laughs> he got some sympathy coochie. He he, he listen. <laughs> all of that. A mess. Moving along. Um, so this one done ruffled so many feathers. I don't know. I got the videos and I got some follow-up videos for this one because this one is gonna look just hilarious. Was defending oh, us naturally born women. And based off of this specific TikToker, transgender TikToker that was just going crazy. So I'm gonna play the video, y'all can come up with whatever y'all want to come up with, and then I'm gonna play a video from a, a huge ally from the trans community. Who got the, the natural women's back? So, and she got some advice, kind of based off of what Adrian said to our group in our group message the other day. But this is what happened. Comes out the audacity and just the 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 arrogance for cis women to believe that they own periods that they own womanhood. 
you don't. Okay, you don't own periods, you don't own womanhood. You experience both and both are different for every person, but as a cis woman, it doesn't belong to you. So you can't gatekeep it. Like, hello? Hello, who the fuck is gonna stand up for us? <laughs> who the fuck stands up for us? And us, I mean women, real women, biological women, women who were born with all the parts that you guys wish that you were. Um, when does the delusion stop? What is the difference between um, you and someone who has been um, diagnosed to be mentally insane? What's the, the only difference is you don't have a straight jacket on. Stop talking out your fucking ass. Wake up. How are you projecting your anger on real women? Because we are the gatekeepers. We are the gatekeepers for periods. We the only one that fucking bleed, honey. We the only ones that can give birth. We make y'all people. We make y'all. Y'all come from us. You can't be us. You will never. You're chasing something you'll never, ever get. You'll never be that. Like, hello? All the years I, all the years I had a period, they, they could have had it. Whoever wanted it. <laughs> they have all the problems that come with it. They have all of them. We ain't gatekeeping. So, no. So apparently, after that came out, the trans community was in an uproar. Of course, this is what they do: attack Jess, try to take the the focus off of what she was specifically talking about, trying to call her transphobic and all this other stuff. So one of the biggest allies in the trans community. I don't know if you guys know who. who I'm not even gonna do that. Who who they are? <laughs> But T.S. Madison always stands up for naturally born women and be like, y'all trans women need to pipe down because this ain't that. So she had, they had Jess's back and this is what T.S. Madison had to say. Oh shit, what did I just do? Wrong button. Glad I ain't close us out. <laughs> oh, come on. Okay, here we go. Oops, did I click it? Let me tell you about the distraction tactic that was used at Just Hilarious. Because the trans woman, I'm being respectful, who came out was talking about periods and womanhood. She never said nothing about who looked like this or that and the other. When Just Hilarious addressed her, she was talking about periods and womanhood. She also said that women can never have periods. And I, Jess was not attacking the entire trans community. I'm not, I didn't even take it like that. She was speaking to the person who publicly put out that statement. That's what she was talking to. But they took it another... Hold on. All these outside forces, these so-called activists and big-name bitches jumped in talking about Jess look like a man. She's been mistaken as a trans man. You cannot bash a bitch who already told her real tea. Jess Hilarious was the one who put that story out on The Breakfast Club. She also says it as a joke on stage. So you can't hate the player, baby. You can't hate the player. You hate that you the only information that you know about this woman is what she put out for you to try to turn and use it against her. Let me show you how much of a biological woman Jess Hilarious is. She had a baby. Quiet bitches on the outside, I don't hear you saying anything. Quiet bitches on the outside, I don't hear you using your big words and your, your big titles and your soliloquies. Let me break it down to you activist bitches. When you are an activist, you are an activist for all causes. Your main cause is what you stand on, but you are an activist for all causes. I'm sorry you went to college and don't know that with your dumb asses. 
You fighting for a car. Happy. I know trans women who have had SRS surgeries that don't want to have periods. I know biological women that don't want to have periods. So why would you even be talking about a period? And then why would y'all come in talking about the way she looked or who she got spooked by? That had nothing to do with the argument. That's a distraction, Donald Trump, or that's your lack of intelligence because you think you got all these followers and you got a big name that people are going to automatically fall into the plate. That's what you say. What I need for my biological women is for more biological women to stand up for yourselves because here's the killer. As a young gay boy or as a young fag or whatever the word is, 99% of us, our best friend. Our best friend was a female. Hmm. Our best friend was a female. Then we hmm. found our transism and our gayism, and now we better than them. Y'all better pay attention. Your best friend was always a biological girl. Oh, but now you better than girl. Sit your dumb ass down. And I say girl with with. Hey man, you know I always say this ain't my fight. This ain't my conversation. I ain't got nothing to do with this because uh. <laughs> that's between y'all because y'all support them we don't I'm, I'm gonna just keep it a buck like we like when they do what they do how they feel it's like oh okay cool but they always attacking you guys and ain't when a man when they attack a man we like man you don't sit down somewhere we don't even entertain them they come for y'all because why they fight for y'all men they trying to figure out a way to 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 coerce y'all men to believe in that they women so they they going against y'all, and y'all the ones that support them heavily. Hey, I'm gonna sit this one out. I'll let y'all have it because I ain't got nothing. I think the trans community as a whole are bullies. Like they can they can create all these types of names and labels, and we supposed to just go with it. You know, I'm you're not calling me a cis woman. I'm a woman. I don't give a fuck what you want. Your title is. You don't you don't get to tell me what you gonna call me, and then you get mad because I, I I won't call you what you want to be called. Like, no, I don't. Y'all can come up with whatever titles y'all want to come up with. Y'all can use them amongst yourselves, though. Like, don't try to make it bully everybody else and follow what y'all doing. It just don't make no sense. And nobody, as soon as somebody say something to them, oh, you transphobic, you this, you you against it, you get canceled. It's just ridiculous. Hmm. Funky Dineva said that straight women need to start going after trans uh, trans men like the way they go after ours. <laughs> yeah, I'm just oh, saying. Yeah, that's it. Respect should be mutual. We should like don't be, don't start flexing y'all muscle now that y'all finally got a voice. And the lady that, uh, the person that said it, like or, the original video, I'm like, who is this person and what are they talking about? So I mm -hmm. think that they their account is blown up because it's been all over the place everybody has had a response to it but i'm like who is even thinking about this this is a crazy conversation right i don't know but moving right along thank you jess for standing up for women and putting your neck on the line regardless of what the backlash was going to be i think she has a big support system so they're not attacking her like they typically do and trying to cancel her because she she's being protected big time so yeah and she, I don't think they like she ain't say nothing wrong. She said something specific to what they said, and she defended what she should have been defending. So yeah. Anyway, hmm. um, do y'all want to go to this last trending topic, or go to the icebreakers? Because I don't know if we got time. Jamie Fox. Yeah. No. Maybe. 
We can go to, we we thankful that Jamie Foxx is out here. Love you, Jamie. All right, first icebreaker question. If you win the lottery, will you take the lump sum or the annual payouts? Oh, man, I'm so mad because I meant to play the lottery today since it's up to 800 million. But um, <laughs> um I'm taking a lump sum personally. I'm taking I'm I'm taking a lump sum. I want that lump. Gonna pay me, give me me, so I ain't got to deal with y'all no more. Yeah, <laughs> um, that lump sum is what. Uh, so if it's at 800 million, what is it about 550 somewhere in there? Mm -hmm. Give or take. So yep. yeah, yeah, give me me. I'm done mm -hmm. with y'all. Bye bye. Yeah, I would take the lump sum. Absolutely, absolutely, without question. I would take the lump sum. I got into um, heated debate with somebody saying that I should take the annuity, and I'm like, nah, give me mine right now. <laughs> Why? What was their What was their justification for taking the annuity? You can you can take it and roll it into all. Of, I'm like. With that, with five hundred million dollars, I could do that without that. That's a scarcity mindset. Give me my money. How you know you're gonna be here next year? Right. You gonna give me my damn money? <laughs> Did he <see> me? <laughs> Lump sum and get Adrian to help me invest it. Hey, Amen. Oh yeah, we, yeah, we'll that's great. We'll get it to where I mean, you pretty much gonna live off of your interest if you didn't yeah. want to do nothing else. You just gonna live right. off the interest. You good. All right, next, the final icebreaker question. <laughs> this damn question. When you are out with a large party, do you ask to split the bill? <laughs> no. Um, okay, so I, I mean, going off of the video, right? I am absolutely that video that went viral asking to split the bill, but typically, you know what I'm saying? You got to know the energy you around. Right. So now if we all eating lobster, then no, nah, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, then, of course, you can split it or, you know, we have it just chop it down, whatever, person per person, whatever. Um, Wait, but, what you refer, explain the video you're referring to for people. Who so it, it, it was a young lady's birthday. Right. And it looks like, you know, she went out with a group of friends. And so. <laughs> You had it seemed like a couple people that only had like seventy to eighty dollars worth of food, and mm -hmm. they was wanting to just split the bill by the by the party number, and they like, hey, nah, you you basically ate three, four, five hundred dollars worth of food. I ate like, you know, seventy dollars worth of food. Ain't no way I'm finna split with y'all. Y'all got lobsters and steaks and all of this big stuff, man. I ain't got none of that. So, you know, if 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 that's the case, like, no, I'm not. I'm not doing that, even though, and I'll be honest, I have done it though. I've done it where my bill is super low and I probably spent, you know, four times what I actually ate. I've actually been in that situation and done it, mm. but, but I, it, but at the same time, they may have ate, ate because ate the way they ate because they didn't have the bread to eat like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I ate the way I ate because I was cutting for a show. So, and we was all going out and I knew what we was doing. So I was just like, whatever. I like, they had drinks, bottles. I didn't even drink none of that, but I still split it down the middle um, with everybody. But they might not have had the bread. So to have the expectation for them to pay in that capacity, 
it's crazy. Like, no. Now, you know what I'm saying? If everybody just all had a regular meal, then cool, you know? But also, I mean, that's, yeah. You got to know who you with. And everybody kind of got to be on the same wavelength beforehand as well, too. So. (laughs) Chris is crazy. Yeah, I, I don't know. I guess it just depends on the people and who you go. Like, just put it all on my card and just pay me. Like, I don't got time. Just put it on right. my card. Like, we're not about to sit here and debate all of this. I don't think anybody should pay more than they can afford. So, it right. like, if that's the issue, like, I don't think it should be a big hoopla about it at the table. And you should know who you're going out to eat with. Some people just can't afford it. And they just want to come out. So, cool. I got you. But just put it on one card. And then y'all cash right. that. But we're going to do it right here at the table. But we're not about to leave. Then you're going to come back. And be... But if you don't have the money, I got you. Like, I got you. Right. And I mean, and that's the easy way. But I mean, when when different situations and scenarios, I mean, honestly, they look like they was probably in they, all in their mid-20s. Right. So they might not have had it like that at that time. So, and you it was know, a like gang said, of- right here, I well, got it. Like four thousand dollars. Yeah, somewhere in there. And it was like, what, about eight to ten of them. So, and yeah. And I, you that, like, that's what I hate about social media, though. When they make scenario, scenarios seem like it's just cut and dry across the board. Like, come on, y'all. Everybody ain't got it like that. And it's right. okay. And, and, you know, they came out to support. They ate. You know what I'm saying? It's like, now, nah, hold up. Now, nah, I got $70 worth of food. i give you 100 you know, especially if you ain't got it like that, right? Really? Like, look, I pay a hundred, but ain't no way you finna expect me to pay four hundred. Like, ridiculous. I'm not paying four hundred. I ain't got it. Yeah, that's you ridiculous. Know? That's that's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. And you know, truth be told, especially when I never mind. You know what? No, when I do parties like that, like I'm paying the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? I was gonna say the same thing. You know what I mean? Like I'm paying <laughs> the whole thing. So it's not even. You know what I mean? Like I'm paying the whole thing. I'm not going through all of that. Like, it's already on my card. Yep. Now, if you decided that you, like, oh, man, you paid for the whole thing and you wanted to give me some more, you extra on the tip, whatever, but yep. I'm not dealing with that. Yeah. So, the friend group that I normally go out with, and we probably go out, like, once a month, is normally between, like, six and eight of us. But I feel like here on the coast is different. Like, um, we are, we pay separately. Um, but I've been in uh, situations where I went to a birthday dinner in New Orleans, which the dining in New Orleans is way different from the coast. Like <laughs> we went to, I forgot what restaurant, but me and my cousins were the oldest people there. All the rest of them were like college age students. They didn't have no, they ain't had no idea about gratuity. They ain't had no extra, like they were literally trying to come up with money. And my cousin was like, just, Give me what y'all got. I'm going to put it on my card. But it was messed up because, like, she got stuck, like, holding the bag because most of them just got up and dipped up out of there. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. Ah, but, yeah. That's fun. Yeah. yeah. Well. But, yeah, it's always interesting to see that. Okay. Well, that's the end of our icebreakers. We're about to go into our main topics and introduce our guest panelists. I'm excited because we had the single men here last week. That was um, different, <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> so I'm excited to have the single ladies on the show tonight. 
Um, we had some friction going on on Facebook today, but hey, we made it through today. So I will introduce these two lovely ladies onto the show and we can get to talking, talking, talking. First, I will introduce, I think she wants to be called C, so I'll call her C. Uh, she is 28 years old. She's a business owner, a spiritual advisor, healing and forgiveness coach. She's a mom and a realist by nature, and she is from the great state of Louisiana. Y'all welcome our girl C to the show. Hey, C. Hey. Hey. Welcome. welcome. Hey, y'all. How's everybody doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. Doing well. Listen, how we favorite, honey. What part of Louisiana, C? I'm from Bogalusa, but I live in Gonzales. So. Okay. Look, hey, she got a fan club, y'all. She got a fan club. Hold on, they got they in the comments. They're going out for her. Hey, all right, now we're going to introduce our other panelists here. We got Miss Latoya Walton. She is hailing from Ohio. Okay, ATL Charlie. She is a single, she is single with no kids. You better show up. She, her profession is sales account manager, and she is one of the good friends of hip hop legends, the Dungeon Family. Y'all welcome Miss Latoya. Is that an issue for 
women? I don't, I mean. Yes. Well, first of all, because it, I'm what you said, but I don't, it's not taken care of. It can cause bacteria infections. It can. Balance issues. Like, mm -hmm. and this was what her issue was. So this lady is crazy. So she, I hope she's watching because she said when she got in the room with him and she was like completely thrown off, she still wanted to try, but she just couldn't because it was just so disgusting to her. And she said, then she was like, okay, let me try to get over. She tried to like reach down there. And she said she wanted to just make sure it was clean because she's a um she do like the Yanni steams and stuff like that. So she mm -hmm. wanted to make sure he wasn't gonna mess her up. So she went to smell it and she said it smelled like the earring back. Oh <laughs> no, no. <laughs> See that, that that's she was supposed to look at the fingernails. Because if he around here smelling like earring backs, I know them fingernails was dirty. <laughs> I was just like throwing up in my mouth, like this is so disgusting. Oh, wow! So, fellas, y'all need to let women know if y'all not circumcised. I didn't, I didn't know women needed to know that. Hey, I just think up. nobody. I think it's best to not have any surprises. <laughs> right? Because it can change the mood. That is elephant. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! And like she said, it was a cultural thing. I think he was from like maybe Jamaica or somewhere. I forgot. He was. But they got from in Jamaica. That's the that's Absolutely. the issue. Please clean it thoroughly. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so the consensus is they should probably tell us. Wow. Okay. <laughs> hey, fellas. But I think I think they should tell. I think you should have an open conversation about any anything because again when you get in the moment if it's a surprise like you can't be shocked for somebody to be like whoa what is going on right. like you should just be upfront about it oh well they should be upfront about the size too because yeah that's what i'm saying the size too yeah so they need to be upfront about the size so what what do they need what what do fellas need to say about the size what they need to say yeah, they just need to be honest, like up front, because it's a, it's an interesting thing to be in the moment, and you're like, well, maybe he's a grower, and then <laughs> that's but not, not, how many not even not even being not even to talk about being small. Like if it's too large, you need to let somebody know. This, that's, I don't know about it too large, but too small is definitely a thing. It's definitely a thing. And sadly, well, see, because some people think it's too large and it'd be small. Like, why did you just hype that up? You knew that thing wasn't big. Yeah, just be honest. Yes. Okay, so <laughs> so if fellas is small, they need to definitely be like, you know what? I'm on the, I'm uh, I'm under six inches. That, yeah. That's what y'all talking about? Like, they need to let you know if they're under six inches. Yeah, they need well, to tell you what they're I, I think they'd be delusional because women aren't telling them. They see it. They they, it them, they know it. There's no way. If, you know, if, you if, know. if they sleeping with women and these women hyping their head up in the bed, they don't think it's a problem. Now you know some women like little pipe. So you know I'm saying. So why would he say my my thing is small if, if nobody's ever complained about it? Prayer places. Okay, hmm. fellas, be honest about your your pipe size. There you go. What else y'all got? Boy, y'all landed. Oh, <laughs> <All right, now laughs> we're gonna go to the next. <laughs> we're 
Now this one, hold on, no, we're gonna go. No, we ain't gonna go to that one yet. Okay, do you think that uh that women can get any man they want? No. That's a no. I no. think that it it's certain people who feel like because of certain things that people should be out of their league. And I don't think that there's necessarily a reason why you should be counted out because everybody likes certain things. Like you can watch shows and it's like, oh, this guy just married, you know, a four foot tall and he's seven foot, you know. So people, even though society may look at them as, oh, they're mismatched or this, that, oh, he's 600 pounds. How he get that fine woman over here? You know, you watch 600 pound life and I ain't got that, not one boyfriend, no husband. And these ladies be laying up with boyfriends, husbands, wiping their behind, bringing them buckets of chicken. Hey, listen, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So who am I to say what somebody else likes or prefers? Not, it's not probable that somebody 600 pounds will walk away with a, you know, Beyonce or whoever. But who's to say that that, that particular person won't fall for someone who is that same you know, type of person. So it just really depends on the person you're talking to because some people are like, oh, looks ain't even all of that. Their personality is this or they make me laugh or certain things about that particular person. So it doesn't necessarily mean that they're out of someone's league. You might ha not have had that preference, but you know, again, I think it depends on the person. Yeah. I think if you're interested in somebody, you should definitely shoot your shot, but I don't think that anybody can get you know, anybody. anybody. So I agree with you in that part, but I think that if you feel like you want to go after this person and you confident enough, you should definitely go after them. But yeah, I don't think yeah. any woman can get any man. So, it's probably okay. improbable, but not right. necessarily impossible. You know yeah. what I mean? Because we don't know the state of mind of somebody else. Okay, Anna. Right. I mean, a what woman Anna can said. sleep with just about any man she wants to. Right. That's what I was going to dive into. You know what I'm saying? You know. But as far as be with, nah. Keep. 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 I, 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 see, I think it might be a meme that goes around or maybe it's just a saying that people always say a man is the easiest thing to get. Is it? Is like, it? No. I mean, that's right. That's not right. the ones that you want. Maybe the ones that want you. No, no. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, because like Ty was saying, that's basically what I was going to dive into. You know, honestly, you attract what you have going on on the inside. So if you walk around here, you're not healed. You ain't forgave your daddy for what he said when you was two, three, four years old. You're going to attract a certain type of person. And then you got a lot of people who want somebody else's reality. You only want that because you see somebody else with that as well. And then another thing is, you know, you have to, we can't keep going after what we don't possess inside of us. Mm -hmm. Quick answer is no, but a lot of people aren't equipped for what they think they want. They might not even be what you want once you do what you need to do for yourself. That is so true. Mm -hmm. Well, um, he said, when we say get, do you mean to date or to have sex? I mean, you could have sex with it. Men will have sex with a yeah. hole in the wall. They sure will. So the sex part, we mean, I mean, like get, keep, be in relationship with, actually build with, yeah, build with, yeah. But I wanted to go back to this one comment up here. Uh, 
Ty says, no, ma'am, some of y'all don't be equipped mentally or spiritually for the type of men y'all be wanting. Some of y'all be unhealed. Chase healing, it'll increase your options. Absolutely. That part. True. Um, hmm. mm, and they don't even want their own reality. Come, you better that's my thing. I think that's a whole nother topic right there. Mm. Yep. Yes, indeed. What? <laughs> Whoa, said that's, that's a friend. Well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think uh no. I'm gonna go to this question of the week because this seemed to have ruffled everybody's feathers. No, no, I'm not. No, no, we ain't gonna go there yet. I got a video. I got a video, and uh, this might ruffle some feathers too. So hell, here goes nothing. No, okay. <laughs> I'm known for ruffling feathers. <laughs> All right. So the topic, the question is, what are black women willing to take responsibility for? So let's listen to the video. Hmm. It's interesting. Lord, I can't see y'all. I'm sorry. I think I, here we go. There it is. Question. Okay. If men are going to take responsibility for this, 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 and that, and rightfully so, mm -hmm. what are women willing to take responsibility for? Mm. The first thing I've said, and this is where I get some pushback. The number one killer of black people is not police. It's food. It's it's <laughs> it's not homicide. Yeah. It's food. It's food. Mm -hmm. Are women willing to own that? Mm. Right. Is the female delegation willing to say, okay, we're gonna get this part together? If if nothing, we're gonna pull our resources, we're gonna girl code, girl power, and we're gonna and get, get healthy this part together. Mm -hmm. That's good stuff. Hmm. What y'all think? Good stuff. I wanted to know what he meant. He said when men are willing to get this, this, that he didn't name anything that they're willing to take responsibility I think, for. So. I think so, that's mainly because as a man, can I I can answer that? You know what I'm saying? Well, as, yeah, a man, yeah. as a man, you know, we're willing to take responsibility for, you know, the household you know, the kids as far as financially and all of those different types of things, right? Leading. But one thing that as a whole, we typically don't do, and I, I mean, most men don't really cook for the household, right? They don't really cook for the family. That's typically something that a woman does. Typically, right? So he's saying, is that something, if, if we're supposed to be responsible for this, this, and this, and that's why he said this, this, and this, in that manner, this is one thing that typically women kind of run, you know, you know, in the, in the household as far as the food that that actually is enters the body of the family, and we know this is something that is killing us big time. Can women say, you know what, I'm gonna take responsibility for that, and we're gonna change this. We're gonna stop frying food. We're gonna stop doing all of this on a consistent basis to make sure that our families, our kids, living healthier lives. I think that part, I think that it's more to that though. Because we all know, 
I feel like both of y'all can attest to it that in order to eat like a live a clean or healthy lifestyle, those foods cost more money than the, the regular foods. And then a lot of times you come across, I don't know about when y'all cook ladies, but when I cook, I don't know if you ladies down here have children, but I cook what is requested of me to cook. So I haven't really cooked for a man in a long time, but if I prepare a meal for him that he's not used to or he doesn't like and he says it's not good, then what am I like if I if I cook a, a healthy meal and he doesn't like this meal, then what? That ain't the man for you. So I feel I, like the, I, the way I but you that's that's what equally yoke means though. Like you have to be with somebody that's on the same trail as you. Like so y'all know how I eat. I'm a fitness coach. Yeah. So the person I'm with, they're not even it's not even an option for me to date somebody that don't eat like that. Like that's not even a, a negotiable for me. That's a complete deal breaker if you eat an unclean way. First of all, because you're not putting that shit into me. <laughs> like, we're not even interacting sexually if you got all that in you. So like that, I mean, I'm serious about that anyway. So those like those, if those things aren't important to you, it's not going to matter anyway. You're just going to concede to whatever they want on that level anyway. But I refuse to kill my family knowing good and well that these things are killing people. I know this for a fact. But I will say this, it's not something that if they've been eating trash for so long, you put one healthy meal in front of them and they're automatically going to eat it up. Like, oh my God, it's so good. You know, um, and I, everybody has their own different way of eating and things like that. But I will say that when I, and I, one of the things that I like to do, and nobody else has to agree that this is a great way of eating or whatever, but I enjoy doing keto because it's healthy fats and it's start like vegetables things like that when you first do that your body is so used to i'm drinking dr pepper right now it's used to sugary drinks it's used to you know breads it's used to and for a while your body will reject anything that's not what it's been craving the sugars and all these other things so if you try to bring that into your family whether it's your, your children or your partner it's not going to be something that's easily like broken if they're so used to barbecue Food, you know what I mean? All this takeout food. So it's not something that happens overnight. It's something that you gradually will have to get them used to eating in the first place if you're willing to change. So I'm going to bring it back to simplicity. I don't know how y'all grew up, but how I grew up was my mama cooked what she wanted to cook. And guess what? Everybody in the household ate what my mama cooked. And, and, and that's how it was. I don't know if y'all grew up like that, but that's how I grew up. And every now and then, my mama took requests. Right. But we pretty much ate whatever it was that my mama supplied for us to eat. Um, and you shaking your head. No, that wasn't how it was in your house. No, because I was a very picky eater and I just refused to eat. And so what ended up happening was it just got to be a battle. And I just did not eat what she put out in front of me. And she was like, I'm not cooking more than once. I'm only cooking what I'm cooking. If you want something, then you better learn how to cook. So I started learning how to cook when I was about six or seven years old. So that's just how yeah, it that went. Was an option. So what my mama cooked, if you, if, so it, <laughs> and you from Atlanta, I'm from Mississippi. I well, I'm up. in, I'm from Mississippi originally. I grew up in oh. Kenton. Uh, yeah. I grew okay, up in Kenton yeah. and then I moved to Jackson with the fourth So it wasn't that set, that second part of that option. It was, you eat what I cook. Otherwise, you ain't eating at all. So I didn't eat it all, and I think it got to the point where I just would have starved myself out. And it yeah, was a <laughs> I yeah, my mama would have let you starve yourself out. 
Cause she would, yeah. cause ain't no way you would have starved yourself out because my mom was like, ain't no way you're going to, you know, continue to go to bed hungry. I you, did. You need to eat. So eventually I you went so eat. many days, just not oh. eating. And she got tired of me and it was just like, I'm not going to, <laughs> I, the Maybe people I'm are going to come I don't you. know, but I sure wasn't going to go to bed hungry. So even mm -hmm. I ate stuff that I didn't even care for or like, now do I eat some of those things now? No. But <laughs> at that time my mama ran the household. So guess what? If, she made something that I didn't really care for. It was just going to be what it was. Um, and what she did was she gave us options more or less on the weekends. And that's what I live for. So it was <laughs> like, oh, okay. I live for the weekend. I'm going to eat what I'm going to do what I need to do to get to the weekend. Cause she's going to give me some options. And I say that to say that women run the household when it comes to food, that's period. So we can, we can kind of go back and forth on it, but typically, you as mom, if you, you got children, not sure. You run the household as far as because you're you're probably buying the groceries and you're picking out the foods that the children eat. So they're typically gonna stay on what it is that you bring in the household. So even if you know if they like chips, well, they can't eat chips. Well, depending on the age that they are. Um, if you know they're 15, 16, that might be something different. But if they're little kids, if you don't buy chips, they can't eat chips. My kids have never had McDonald's, Wendy's, Taco Bell, what? any of that. Um, and and that's just how it's gonna be. Like if they want to eat that, it's gonna be on their time when they get older and they pay for it. But that's not something that I'm introducing them to. Um, any of those type of foods. All right. And just so you know, like he was saying, the man takes this responsibility because of this societal pressure that men already have just for being born male you're supposed to go out and provide you're supposed to provide the cover in the house you're supposed to provide the table that they eat at so naturally the woman is the person that cooks the meals normally like i don't know too many men that go to the grocery store so it's like naturally you're going to go ahead and buy what your family wants to eat if you feel like your family because the man is the head and the wife is the neck so technically you have to be able to work together. So if you want your kids and your men to eat healthier, you go put that in there. Like I was joking with my sisters earlier because I bought some bananas. My kids ate all the bananas, you know what I'm saying? But had they not been there, they could have, what, if I bought candy or chips, that's what they gonna eat. That's what my man would eat, noodles or whatever. But <laughs> since I make those healthier choices and I put those healthier foods in front of them, they're going to eat them. So I get it. It's not even just the responsibility financially to provide this covering, you know, to, like I said, that societal pressure that we put on men. It's like with everything, as women, we have to take responsibility just as much as we want them to. We be asking a lot and don't want to change how we moving too. That's a problem. So that's just that on that, you know. I love fun, huh? Yeah, and, and the crazy part is that like we come up with every excuse not to eat healthy, which is crazy to me. But as soon as the doctor tells you you gotta eat healthy, now it's a scramble. I get women on the phone every day that I do consultations with about the doctor told them they got cancer, the doctor told them they got this, that, and now it's like a last ditch effort to try to undo all the crap that they've done to themselves. And it's just like, why would you wait to that? This it's inevitable, it's going to happen. If you continue to feed yourself poison, you are going to die. It's no way around it. Like it's just it's gonna happen. So it's just crazy to me that that a couple dollars more would stop you from wanting to save your life or for a couple more years of living with your kids and grandkids. But you know, 
And I'm and not saying that anything's easy, but you got to start somewhere. Even if it's just replacing one thing a week that you eat that ain't good for you, just swap it out and just keep doing it. You know, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep preaching it until I'm blue in the face because I'm tired of seeing black people die at the hands of food when there's something that you can completely prevent. Exactly. We're gonna move on to the next topic. So this is the one that caused all the drama. Adrian and Ruff with the folks feathers. And I got some comments because folks shared this post and I got some responses from a lot of women from a lot of different walks of life who had a problem with this question of the week. Hey man, people be hitting me up in my <laughs> my DMs about these questions of the week, man. I'm like, yo, <laughs> chill. Like <laughs> man. Yeah. So let me, let me, I, I, I'm not even caveat. No, the question <laughs> is the question. Why aren't single women taking accountability for why they are single? Because I ain't gonna say my normal word, but a lot of females are allergic to accountability. Because in order to hold yourself accountable, you have to be willing to sit and realize that sometimes you're the problem. A question I ask is so. You mean to tell me that every time you was the victim, they were the aggressor? You So you just always the victim, ain't nobody else the problem. And if at some point, if you keep going through certain things, what's the common denominator? These people coming from different walks of life, they coming from here, there, everywhere. What's the common denominator? You, your mindset. And until you can change your mindset and shift your perspective on how you're viewing things and look at life like, okay, how did I react to this? Why did I react that way? You have to be willing to hold yourself accountable. And some of the ways, I'ma just say it. It's just it's allergic to accountability. It is what it is. <laughs> that I said it, you know, that's just you it, you have to be able to hold yourself accountable. You gotta look in that mirror and look at who you really truly are. Not when you put oh. the makeup on, not when mm. you put your filters on and you know you do that little pose where you poke your little booty out to the side and everything to get that attention <laughs> you have to realize who you really are on the inside and why are you attracting certain situations to yourself accountability so is key i hope that people that come to me in, in my dms are watching because this is what i'm gonna say about this people think that because they didn't cheat or because uh. they leave, or because whatever, that they don't need to take accountability. Look, if your last five relationships, the dudes cheated on you, at uh. some point, you have to look yourself in the mirror and say, why am I getting cheated on by everybody that I'm dating? Because every man out here don't cheat. I'm sorry, sis. Every man out here don't cheat. Whether you believe that or not, they don't. So at some point, you got to say, what is about me that I give off cheat on me energy because you, that's what you're giving off cheat on me energy. So whatever it is, um, you have to start taking responsibility. And I'll, I, I use myself for an example. I tend, I was dating women that were bougie. I don't know why I was giving that energy off. I actually, I do. Um, it's because <laughs> I was, I'm, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put myself out there. I was paying for everything. I was doing a lot. You know what I'm saying? For women. And, I was dating the same women in different bodies. I was dating bougie women. <laughs> and at some point I had to take responsibility for that 
of saying, why am I attracting bougie women, none down to earth women? I wasn't doing anything, but I was attracting that. So at some point I have to look myself in the mirror and say, bro, it's you. It's you. You're the common denominator in this situation. So if you have been cheated on in your last five relationships, I'm sorry, sis, but you are the common denominator. So you have to look yourself in the mirror and say, what is it, the energy that I consistently am giving off of why I'm getting cheating on? And I'm not picking on nobody. I'm just saying at some point you have to do the work if you if you want to have what it is that you're looking for you have to look at yourself and do better otherwise you're going to stay in the same situation blaming you know people for your shortcomings when it comes to relationships and that sucks like it's you you're playing a part in it whether you are you know are cheating or whether you know they're cheating you're still playing a part because you're in that relationship Mm-hmm. And it's like another thing, what they say the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. For different results. Mm-hmm. Like you have to be the change that you want to see. If you don't, it's just like self-reflection and holding self accountable. That's it, that's all. What you got, Latoya? I have a different take on it because <laughs> I'm serious. Like, you can't say that you are causing, I'm causing, you know, just personally, anyone to do anything in any relationship. Like, that has nothing. Your, if you want to be a thief, <laughs> it has nothing. If all, five, <laughs> if all five of my last boyfriends were thieves, that, that has no direct bearing on me at all. You know, it's, it's oh. I mean, I just feel like. But why are you attracting that? Why are you attracting the thief? I'm not attracting a thief. Again, the thing is this. Some people are not supposed to be with you. When you start dating somebody, you're dating them. You're trying to get to know them. You're trying to figure out if this is something that will work, if this is something you can build upon. And a lot of times they send their representatives. Of course, they're saying, oh, well, this is what I'm wanting. I want to build. I want a relationship. I want a family. I want this. Seeing all the things that you're thinking, okay, well, this works. This will this." looks like it'll be something fruitful and then it becomes something totally different no matter how much you give no matter how much you're dedicated no matter whatever it is i don't think it's necessarily something that's it's within you that causes someone to do something like that's preposterous to me but again hey everybody has their own opinion about what have you but the thing is sometimes people just aren't ready for what you have and sometimes it's just you get to the point where you're like, well, this wasn't meant to be. And let's just leave it alone. Let's separate and not go down that road again. I so, thought it was going to be what I wanted, and it's not. Or it's going to work, and it's not. So if, if these five people have the same characteristics. They don't. Well, no, I'm saying they, you said five thieves, just, just as an example, hypothetically. And let's just say that you're not attracting just for time's sake these types of people, but you're still selecting these types of people. You have the option to choose these people. So you're still the common denominator in choosing these people. You're choosing the same type of people. What so they say all different types of people, if one's an accountant and one's a flight but attendant. But all five of them have one thing in common. But none of them show any signs of being a thief. But, but all five of them have one thing in common. Can you. I ask you a question? 
Go ahead. Do you have a fixed mindset or a growth mindset? I'm always willing to grow. I'm going to ask you that one more time. Do you have a fixed mindset or a growth mindset? A growth mindset. So if you have a growth mindset, you're always going to try to figure out your faults. Whether you have a fault, you're going to try to figure out, okay, me and this guy didn't work out. What could I have done better? He could have cheated on you. What could I have done better? He could have hit you. What well, could I have done better? When you have a growth mindset, that's how you're going to look at situations. You're not going to just wallow in pity, blame this person for no whatever it is that happened and, and their shortcomings. You're going to still look within and say, what could I have done better, whether it was in my selection process? whether it was for me seeing the signs that he was a woman beater, whether it was for me seeing yeah. signs that he was a cheater, whatever the situation was. If you have a growth mindset, that's how you're going to look at it. If you can't sis, if you can't say that, then you don't have a growth mindset. Can I read this comment on the screen? It says you may not be the reason why they're a thief, but you, you have to ask, what are you attracting individuals with? Why are you attracting individuals with the same trait? There's a pattern that you may not be aware of. Right. So that, that was on, I'm sorry. another show that I was on when it comes to dating. If that's a requirement for you, if dating is a requirement for you, that's what you want. There are certain things that you have to stop doing until that person is committed to dating you. So like you can't be given all these other things to them until they are committed to dating you. So you will it'll, it'll be certain things that will be a repellent to these thieves in the hypothetical sense right up front because they ain't even coming because they know that you got a requirement you ain't budging on that they gotta go you're gonna repel them they're gonna move they're gonna go away they like devils they gotta scatter they gotta move but if there's certain things that you still open to and willing to let them in because they know they can they representative could sit and chill for a minute they're gonna keep coming to sit and chill for a minute because the men that's a lot of money they're gonna send their representative now every chance you give them of if course. you make it comfortable for them they're gonna send them but see, but you also, think those motherfuckers got to tap dance and move around a little bit? They're going to move. They're going to leave. You get rid of the ring rats real quick. And this is a thing that women don't understand. For a stand-up, and, 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 and I see this a lot of time where it's different from women than it is for me. If you a stand-up dude, say you get cheated on, right? Or say a woman does something to you, and you go to your boy, but you a stand-up. You And your group of guys are stand-up dudes. And you like, man, bro, she did X, Y, and Z, da 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 Buddy going to be like, what you do? I know you. You my dog. What did you do, bro? And you like, ah. now you got to stand in what it is that you did. And I'm not saying women don't do that, but I feel mm -hmm. like when, and I'm talking about stand-up dudes. I ain't I ain't talking about Pookies and Ray Rays on the corner. I'm talking about dudes that handle their business. If you go to your homeboy that handle his business as well, and you telling him about your situation, he going to make you stand in what it is that you talking about. He ain't going to be like, yeah, bro, leave her. No, bro, I know you, dog. I done seen you down this road many times. What you do, bro? What 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 you do? Yeah, let's go on standing that. Yeah, let's talk about it. Because we hold our dudes accountable, whether y'all believe it or not. We might not do it in front of people, but behind closed doors, like, we hold our dudes accountable. Like, bro. You, if you say that's what you want. Now, if that ain't what you want, 
if you want to just be out here doing whatever it is that you're doing, it's like, bro, you ain't worried about her anyways because you out here doing what you do. But you you saying, bro, I'm trying to settle down. I'm trying to get married. I'm trying to have a family. We're going to make you stand on what you're talking about. And we're going to make you stand in front of that mirror and say, bro, what you do? Yeah, now take your tail back home no. and handle your business. Yeah, we done here. So for me, as far as like dating, when I was out dating, um, I would find myself like drawn to the same type of people or in situationships with the same type of people. So I had to pull myself out of that because I was like, what is it about me that is attracting these people? Or, you know, that's even how am I only meeting this certain type of guy or whatever, only connecting with this certain type of guy. And I felt like until I'm fully um, aware of until I figure out what that is in me and then also what it is exactly I'm looking for. I was like, I'm just not going to deal with anybody right now. Cause I don't want to, I don't want to get my, get in the situation where I start to become bitter towards people when I'm really allowing them to do, you know, I'm, I'm the one that's continuing to stay in it and allowing them to do this to me. But at the end of the day, it's like a self sabotage type thing. So that's how I took accountability for, not continuing the cycle of being in those situations. Well, I want to read some of the comments that people left on social media because I think they deserve some. <laughs> I'm trying to keep up, but they keep coming too fast. So, well, this was from some guy who had shared it, and I went to his page. I know his his oh, uh, followers are very um, inflammatory. So. Uh, she, this girl said, I'm not going to say their names. It says, it's weird that some people think being single is a setback for women. It's usually a come up. I don't think being single is for everyone, but I personally do. I personally do it well. I make more money. I take more trips, have more peace. It's like a road trip. I never have to end. I never had never want to end. So for me, it's hard to consider being bringing someone in long term to mess that up. Mm. Um. Yeah, so this other girl says, why is being single a problem, though, that needs accountability? That's like asking, when are we going to explain why we eat or feed ourselves or go to the bathroom? This girl says, unpopular opinion. Single people only look at being single as their choice if they knowingly have self-work to do are acting on it but with discipline, understanding they need to pour into themselves before they build a healthy romantic connection to eventually attract what they want. People who aren't this and are single just can't attract their definition of a suitable partner. It's simple as that. They can't attract because of who they truly are or who they think they are. I say this because if you're the, if you're in denial and you check and your partner checks all the boxes who came along today and you knew he was committed in the ways that you needed, no one would choose to be single. People being single is not by choice, as they say, and more because of positioning, because they don't have access to what they want. That's also and, and what also wants them. I'm not saying it's a bad thing either, but in my opinion, no one with a suitable option chooses to be alone. People hanging their hats on it by it being just their choice is just doing that. They're just saying it is what it is. And the last one, she says, because... That's too much for some women. Accountability is just too much. Women, except that maybe, just maybe they're the problem, never. A lady, except that she chooses the wrong dudes over and over, never. A lady, except that she has ran through and that's why nobody wants her, nah, 
A lady accepts that she has five kids by four people now accepts, expects a man with no kids, no baby mamas to be a stepdad and not see that as unrealistic. Nah, a lady accept that, hey, I let myself go in this relationship. Definitely not because y'all are supposed to accept, accept us unconditionally while we do the same to you. But uh, let me be quiet. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> that, <ain't> it? <laughs> yeah, so this ruffled a lot of feathers today. Just so y'all, I don't know what the hell is up with the word accountability and women and what drives them crazy about it. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I like to learn. I like to be corrected. Like, tell me what I'm doing wrong so I don't look crazy out here in these streets. But. Some it's the same thing like, as saying be submissive, and it, you get the same yeah. reaction where it's like, Oh my god, I can't believe you said be submissive, it's horrible, yeah. that's great. But people don't crazy. understand submission though, like, um, it uh, goes both ways, you know. Well, I mean, I, I think when they think submission, they think like bondage, bad, like you, I'm bowing down to you, doing that kind of thing. Um, my background, I'm my mom and dad are pastors, and we grew up going to church every time the door was swinging. Um, and you know, submission from what I understand from the biblical standpoint, is just allowing your husband to lead and allowing him to make decisions and allowing him to be the covering for your family. It doesn't mean bow down. Let me worship you. Let me be like, um, walking 10 paces behind you, that kind of thing. So when I, when I think of submission, I think about how my mom and dad are, they are like two people that is just one. They really do live that lifestyle and my mom allows my dad to make decisions for them and it's not like a whole bunch of let's go back and forth and argue she can still speak her peace and do whatever but at the end of the day she knows that if he makes an ultimate decision and whatever happens god has to cover that to cover them so it's allowing him to because if she gets out of place so to speak and she does something and it was not in line with what he may have wanted to do that covering's not there. So again, I, I come from that kind of background. So when I look at submission, it's not the same as someone thinking, it's someone trying to control me, someone trying to make me do something, demand something from me. It's a partnership, but you allow someone to lead you. And you got to have the right kind of person because you can't have just an idiot <laughs> trying to lead you off a cliff or something. So it really comes down to the type of person that, that you are allowing to lead you. And I, and I think that We've we've had this conversation so many times on social media, on so many podcasts, and at this point, I think women should know by now what the hell what men are talking about. The problem is that women, most of the women who fight the submission stance, they have never been able to trust anybody from their dads to trauma. Yeah, that trauma is just is, is so strong that they just the thought of listening to a man. Or the thought of a man taking control of anything over them, it, it just sends them back. So, and that goes back to the accountability part too. Like, you decide who your partner is. If you're choosing the wrong partners that you can't submit to, that you can't trust to make the decision, that's your fault. That goes back to you need to heal so that you can make the right decisions for these right partners. So that submission word don't traumatize you so much. Because if you're traumatized by a word, you ain't ready to be in a relationship with nobody. That's true. And you're probably picking the wrong people if you're still traumatized by words. Mm. Hey, man, I ain't saying yeah. it. You said it. I ain't saying it. Mm-hmm. I'm just listening. And one more thing. If you're, if people are happy being single, then okay, then why are you even getting upset about this question at all? 
if you're happy with how you are, like what? Stop it. I don't Stop understand. It. Stop it. Shots fired. Bow, bow, shots fired. This is for people who don't want to be single no more. I'm sorry. Like, if you want to be single, they don't even talk to you. Shots fired. I know exactly who you're talking about. Hey, if you watch that's exactly who you still, But Drina, it still applies to them too, though. I'm going to have to say that because they're running around here being bitter and telling people what this person did, that person did. What did you do? If you're so happy being single, why are you so bitter and bashing men? Yeah. Amen. Cause men are horrible. What you talking about? Ooh, it's going living like that. That's not a good way to live. Amen. It's it's a lot of people out here bitter. It's a lot of people out here upset and bitter and mad because of the choices that they done made. Hey, it is what it is. I'm just saying. It's it's jerks on both sides. I mean, I think we all know that there's some bad men out here and some bad women out here. You know, the goal is to put them together. It's like, ooh, this wasn't trying to, you know, good women trying to find good men. Come on together, stop playing. Yeah. But the, but the problem is, people want to make people into good people. Ooh, mm. you better, you better often play that. No, no, friend. I'm just saying, you better <laughs> make people into good people. They ain't good people. You gotta leave them alone. Ooh. Just saying. Because how but you gonna find somebody that don't wear a diaper? Come on now. <laughs> but that kind of goes back to something that one of my friends posted yesterday. He was saying, um, I don't understand why um, women who are in that kind of hot girl stage and doing their thing, you know, having a fast lifestyle, um, why would they get into a relationship if they know that the person that they're getting into a relationship with is um, wanting them to slow down? But I'm like, I think it goes both ways because I was like, if the guy sees hot girl Jessica twerking on the tables, you know, driving a boat, doing all this stuff, why is he so adamant about going after her if that's ultimately not the type of woman that he would want to partner with or build with? Why are you aspiring to be with Jessica if you got to try to turn her into this quiet, demure woman? Okay, yes, she's attractive. But again, uh, what makes those qualities the type of person that you want to be with long term? He was like, but what about if you knew that you were going to be um, that if you're that type of girl and Andre comes to you and you're trying to build with him and you know you need to slow down. Why would I need to change if he knew who I was before? Why am I now? That's why I don't like I don't get people who get into things and saying, oh, Billy, the bad guy. He's so fine. I'm going to turn him into a church guy. I don't ever do that. Like. I'm a church girl, but you know, I'm a little, listen, I love Jesus and trap music, but I, you know what I'm saying? Like I got a little bit of ratchet and a little bit of righteousness. So, you know, best of both worlds, but I never get into a situation where I'm like, he's a little too much. I know he's going to jail three times. As long as he don't go back again and he stops killing, I think I can make, you know what I mean? Like that's not where I'm looking. I'm really trying to find that person who is on that same level as me and that I can accept for who they are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I just, I don't look to change anybody. So the God is in my world. God doesn't change. You know what I'm saying? Like I got some stuff that's still rough for me. And the only way it's going to go, God started dealing with me about it. You know what I mean? So just one of those things, but I, I don't know how people go into it. Like, let me, let me pick this person and custom customize them a little bit. Pimp, up, pimp my ride, so to speak. No, 
<laughs> not gonna do it. Yeah, I, I I I say the same thing all the time. It's somebody out there that fits exactly what you like. Why would you try to force somebody else into that? Like exactly, that's, that's just too much work. That's dumb. Very much work. No, I don't know. People are crazy. Human beings are weird. They make things hard. They. All right, we're gonna go to our next question. Um, let's see. What are some deal breakers for you? What are some deal breakers? <laughs> Drina, why are you laughing? <laughs> I just thought about the question early. I just thought about the fan question. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're deal breaker for. Oh, yeah, that definitely is a deal breaker. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Cigarette smokers, huge deal breaker. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Cigarette smokes is terrible. It's terrible. Mm. I can't believe people still smoke. Women that smoke cigarettes would never. <laughs> you hear me? I think deal breaker for me is more like an intimate thing. Um, I don't like guys who don't know how to be intimate or like. They don't like to kiss. They don't like to cuddle. They don't like that kind of thing. It's like, how is you giving cunnilingus or me giving fellatio not into me, but kissing is? Like, I can put your whole swamp deep down. But don't you put your lips on my mouth. Like, what? I don't, mm, I can't get, I can't get it. Mm, mm -mm. Okay. Got a whole sausage, but a, mm, mm, no, no, no. For me, it'd be the lion. All that lion. Lion for nothing. <laughs> Just the lion. Because at that point, it's like you've taken my choice of what I'm going to deal with and what I ain't going to deal with away from me. Yeah. Because if you sit up and lie to me, you, you're making a decision for me. So yeah. just like, tell the truth and let me decide whether I'm messing with that or not true true because there's a lot of people being a whole other family over here across town and you don't know anything about it and you don't lie oh no i'm saying i'm available there are women who like married men it's convenient to them they would love to have i have a part-time guy hello sign me up but you I, me i may want i want my own man i want my own husband i want my own but you have just lied to me as if you are open and available. Now here comes Shirley knocking on my door. You know, <laughs> what is you doing with my man? Like, don't put me in the line of fire, sir, because you didn't lie to me. Now I got the, the lady don't even believe that I don't, I, you knew that I was, no, I, I don't even know who you are, ma'am. Like, why are you here? So no, don't, like you said, don't take the power of my choice away. No, let me be able to decide whether I'm dealing with her or I'm not. Because yeah. mm -mm, there are people who want it. Just find find that person for you because I'm not that one. And I don't want to be in the way. So mm -hmm. just tell me what it is and let me go ahead and get out her way so she can come and sit in this spot in this space that's not exactly. meant for me. Mine would be somebody who isn't present in his children's lives and then the one about who the lady that said disrespectful to his mom. Yeah. yeah. Now, I don't have kids, but I've when I've dated guys who have kids, I pay very close attention to how they deal with their children uh -huh. because, um, you know, there's been one that has 
uh, child. And to me, regardless to if they're 22, 25, 15, you're the father, you're the parent. You know what I mean? Don't say, well, they grown too. And they could reach out to me and I ain't talked to them in months. So I don't know what's going on in their lives. That's an odd thing to me. Like, you know, like you should at least know a little bit about what's going on in their family and their household. You don't have to have a daily communication, but it's a, it's a little bit of a red flag to me when you just don't have anything that you can say about your child. You don't know nothing about them. Okay. Mm. Juan, that sounds personal, Juan. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, no, yeah. yeah. No lazy man. No, 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 no. You're going to go do something. And that's the thing. Like, how can you be happy with yourself as a man and your girl, your wife, your, your woman, your girlfriend, whoever, is working harder than you? You should, you, you know what I mean? You, I should not outwork my guy. You know, both of us, if we both paper chasers, if we both, if we both really want to get the bag and then I can understand that. But if you okay with, I'm working at Walmart part-time and barely making enough money to put gas in my car and, and you good, but I'm making six figures or something, uh, something off. You can't be, me and you are not equally yoked, so. And you shouldn't want that kind of life. Oh. I'm with you when you're right. <laughs> All right, we're going to move to the next question because Juan I'm about to be on here writing a diary in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this question is kind of, um, <laughs> so you could sell water, I wouldn't care. <laughs> Why is that just go to work? And we'll do, do something. something. Do something. Okay. So since we talked, we touched on women taking accountability for being single and the reasons, whatever. Why are there so many single women? Because it seems to be a plethora of them. I'm gonna put I, that single black women. I ain't talking me, about I would say I think that their society now, like rewind it 20, 30 years ago. A lot of people were really focused on being in relationships and growing and having a family and doing all that. I, I mean, the longest relationship I was in, I was in for eight years. And that was my first boyfriend I was ever allowed to be with. And that was during the time where everyone was like, oh, my God, this is my girlfriend. They were like, it was a it was a big thing to say this person is mine or that, I, you know, we're a couple. We're together. Fast forward. It's like, no, I'm free. I don't want nobody to be bothering me. I don't want anybody. It's not, it's, it's almost like society doesn't really want that family focus. We don't really want, it's, it's, it's like I said, we were just talking about the hot girls and all, they glamorize hot girl summer. We glamorize having multiple partners. We glamorize having everything free and loose and who wants to be tied down and who wants that. You know, no one needs that. No one needs a partner. No, it's like, no one needs anyone anymore. No one, I get my own bag. And again, I'm one of the women who don't look for a guy to be like putting a roof over my head because I've been so used to getting the bag myself. But that doesn't mean that I don't want my husband to be the head of my household and things like that. And it doesn't mean I don't want a man. It doesn't mean any of that. But again, so many people talk about 
I don't need a man. I don't want a man. I don't need, a, or I don't need a, a, I don't want a wife. And I don't want, there's so many chicks out here. Why would I settle for one? I can have 10. And they're polygamous relationships and you got to find what works for you. But I think the society really right now is like, everybody just do whatever. Just don't come together. <laughs> just don't form an alliance. Just don't, you know, build with the covenant, you know, uh, in the covenant in a relationship. Like, I think that's just old school and lame is the way they kind of make it. Like, it's lame to be together. It's lame to have a, a relationship. It's lame to, to wife someone. So it's it's like, that's what people don't, they don't go for that anymore. As much, I'll say there's some people who still want to get married, but they don't glamorize that. They don't, they don't want relationships and commitment to be something at the forefront. What do you think, C? I feel like we're going to say, like, so many. A lot of women now um, want what they can't provide for themselves or want something that they're not willing to possess on the inside of themselves. And it's like a lot of women want to be a man up here. And I mean... <laughs> Ain't nothing cute about working like a dog. No. I'm mean, gonna tell you right now, but it's like, how can you want a man that's gonna lead, protect, provide, only wanna see you, only wanna be with you, wanna be monogamous and all about you, but you're not willing to have tough conversations. Everybody want everything fast. I say this is a microwave generation right now. You gotta be willing to wait for those results and you have to be willing to, like I said, have those tough conversations, do the work. What does love look like for you? A lot of women don't know because they associate mm -hmm. love and pain. What mm -hmm. does happiness look like to you? What does a happy relationship really mean to you? And then you have to find somebody that matches that instead of just going with what feels good right now and I'm gonna sit right here in this. Mm -hmm. But it's having to shift your perspective and be how can you want somebody to do all of this, but you're not willing to change anything about yourself? Ah. Anything. How can you want a man to only be with you, look at you, smell you, think about you, but this man may only want you to cook twice a week and go about his business, but you want him to change the way he walks, change the way he talks, change the way he dress, change where he goes, change how he thinks, change how he feels, but you're not willing to really take a look and see what all of that takes. It's um, not wanting to, like I said, sit in front of that mirror and be like, dang, I want a man to provide, but I want to degrade him and disrespect him. And he's supposed to oh, take it because no. I had a bad day. Your man's supposed to, you know, be able to come home, tell you about his day. But you weak for showing emotion. You can't always want to be G.I. Jane, so to speak. So us as a society, yeah, we have to work. We all make decisions accountability to put us in situations for us to have to work these ways but you have to really be able to be open to that we have to change our mindset so that we can attract what we uh. desire for it <laughs> you know you got to make sure it aligns so i, I want to read courtney's question i'm courtney's comment and, and i want uh to respond uh, she said, I'm single because I won't settle for the BS. I need and want a man. I don't subscribe to crazy talk. So, so you know, I, I got a problem with the word settle. 
and maybe I need some healing. Because <laughs> I don't really think people settle for anything. You choose what you want. So if you are choosing, like you, you shouldn't be settling for anything. You, I mean, you, women have to realize they do not control access to relationships. They control access to sex. They don't control access to marriage or relationships. You can sleep with just by anybody you want to. You can go out any day of the week and have sex anytime you want to. That's probably a given. Somebody will sleep with you. But women are not single by choice. You can't go out right now and tell a guy that you want to be in a relationship and he agree. Ain't going to happen. It probably, and if it do, it ain't going to be somebody you want. <laughs> I guarantee that. So um, the subscribing to BS and crazy talk, that's just something you allow. And no, you, there's nobody that could do anything to you that you don't allow. Nobody. That's where that accountability come back in, y'all. Y'all really got to start taking inventory on the things that you have done that you may not even be aware that you're doing in relationships, even in friendships. It might even be happening in friendships that you don't even know is happening. It's just something. It could be something from childhood, something that you are just so used to doing that you don't even realize you're doing it. But you got to pluck that root and figure that out because there's no way that every that that the dating pool that you are seeing looks so disgusting that your only options is BS and crazy talk. You gotta figure out why that why that 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 pool is around you because you in that pool too. It ain't just them. Oh, see, can I say something? I know yes, how y'all like to tussle. Don't be ready to tussle me, ladies. I'm just saying. <laughs> but I'm saying in doing the work. Cause we have a lot of serial monogamous. I'm done with this. I'm gonna jump into that. That didn't work. I'm gonna jump into that. And doing the work, your discernment is going to allow you to discern where this is about to go. Oh. And you won't allow yourself to keep doing this over and over and over. But it all starts with shifting your perspective and changing your mindset. Like there's no other way to put it. Let the church say amen. <laughs> Adrian and Dreamy, y'all quiet. What's going on? I feel like it has to do with, I know one time Adrian had touched on it, social media and like the access to the amount of people we see. Uh -huh. I think that's part <laughs> of it. And I also think um, just social media and what we See on a daily basis people that consume a lot of it like you see all these videos of women traveling alone doing all these things when they may not be alone you just don't know who's on the other side of that of the <laughs> camera but they are portraying themselves to be alone and i think that all the everything looks so fun they're having a good time and they have all the best clothes on i think that women are like oh yeah like i can do it like she doing it i can do it so i think that um you have a lot of women that are doing it for basically for the gram they want to be able to take the pictures the videos and then at nighttime they putting their phone down and they crying like why am i about not crying <laughs> i think that that has a lot to do with it i think a lot of people are trying to imitate what they see on the internet and like why do I want to put up a relationship? I can get a sugar daddy. I can get somebody to fly me out. I can get all of these things. When it's like, mm, it's really not that easy, sis. Because you got to go to work Monday through Friday. <laughs> so they right. can't just 
fly you out. And you may not qualify for being flewed out either. So cut that you out. You have to qualify. Thank you. You have to qualify. I mean, I think we see it, right? We see it all the time where, you know, these quote unquote single women live these luxurious lives and they're just not showing they little sugar daddy that's taking them to all these different places, right? Um, mm -hmm. You know, Uncle Uncle Earl is the one that's- Not Uncle Earl. Yeah, Uncle, Uncle Earl. Uncle Earl taking them out and spending bread on them so they don't want to show Uncle Earl because, you know, let's believe, best believe if they was somebody they wanted to show off, they would oh. definitely be showing them off. But it's yeah. Uncle Earl, so they don't want to show Uncle Earl. Jesus Christ. Oh. <laughs> She's in your perspective. You're not going to care what the next person got going on because what they eat don't make you what? That's right. Mm. <laughs> they, they just don't understand what comes with that stuff. Like, it is not all what it cracks up to be. Drina, Adrian, y'all see, I send y'all screenshots all the time of my DMs. And it's pretty repulsive. To be honest with you, it's pretty repulsive. And it's like, I mean, I can't even imagine if you if you if you're dealing with like a weak-minded female who really is out to just like trying to get the bag, trying to get fluid out, trying to do all these things, how these vultures would just sink their teeth into them and take advantage of them. And so you got these predators all the time looking for these types of weak-minded women that want just that. They don't mm -hmm. understand the danger that they're putting themselves in just for this fake reality that they're living in. Like they mm -hmm. got gotta get out of that. It's that's it's a dangerous, a dangerous life. It is. Where do the good men gather? <laughs> <laughs> Adrian, where your friends at? <laughs> I just said that, uh, we ain't doing agent friends no more. Nope. <laughs> no. Adrian, where your other friends at? <laughs> right, not other friends, other other I done told y'all, like the ones y'all want. So you know, I'm at this stage where my friends either, if they single, is is it's either because okay, it, it, the good ones, anyways, is because they're no, no. now they're divorced, right? And so now they're trying to get back out there. That's pretty much it. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, oh, my 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 friends that are single, you don't want them. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. are they are they high earners? Yes. But they ain't shit. Like, no. I'm sorry, and they know it. Like, they ain't shit. They're traumatized now. They scarred. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, they're not, they're not guys that you want. They, you know what I'm saying? On paper, they look very, very good. But behind closed doors, like, they look good on paper. That's it. They ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? It's a reason why they haven't settled down. They're the reason because they have all the qualities that it takes to be a man of character, be a man, you know, of high value, but they don't want it. So they ain't shit. They in the streets. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, they they for everybody. Not for everybody. Everywhere. You just got to be presentable all the time. I, I got one. Especially in Atlanta. Hold on. Let me change that. I got one friend yeah. that's, that's, that's that's good. That's single. Do I know? He looks like Quasimodo, and that's okay. Mm, no, we don't. Okay. He got his oh, stuff together. He in Atlanta. Um. Yeah. How many children he got? He got one. Oh. He has okay. one. Good job. 
So why don't let me be quiet, child? I get in trouble. Because he he has he has dedicated his time to to raising his son. Now his son is is older now, so he's more open, you know, to dating. Well, I was gonna ask why I don't know. I've been on Adrian since like oh five or something. Really? I don't know. Because this this is a childhood friend. Mm. What side of Atlanta he on? Adrian. <laughs> so, Courtney said, and you were, you never told me. <laughs> like right, Courtney. We, we don't know. He in North. North. Oh, he in Gwinnett. Don't nobody like Gwinnett yep, County. He in Gwinnett. He got to come down to the cab. Uh -oh. Yeah, he in Gwinnett. He live in Gwinnett. Yeah, actually, yes, he lives in Gwinnett County. Tell him to take a trip down to 85. No, stop. <laughs> <laughs> but other, other, than, other than him, he's the only friend that I have that mm -hmm. I would vouch for. Other than that, you know, it's date at your own risk. When you try to <laughs> give me the other one. Huh? You try to give me the other one. I have to. I ain't try to get. I mean, women think he handsome. I don't know what you mean. He women think he's like I know him, and I'm like, where? He's mm -hmm. tall, dark, and handsome. That's what oh, y'all. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I do like tall and dark, but he's you tall said... and dark and ugly. Oh, see, I think he's handsome. When I first saw him, I was like, oh, he's handsome. See, Drina seen him. She thought he was handsome. I don't know. D shake her head like, no, I'm not really. Not. No. But D got a specific type, though. So no, I don't have a type at all. Didi. My son's dad. They got to be from Alabama. Not from Alabama. Yeah. Oh, they they got to. They ain't they ain't from Alabama, Mississippi, South Carolina, North Carolina. Did he ain't starting him? And if, if they name don't start with a K. So the guy that, that you met in, in uh DC when I came to see you, where was right? He? And he looked like he from the he looked like he from Alabama, Mississippi. No, he no. no. so bad. <laughs> yes, he no, don't. No, he don't. <laughs> He chocolate yeah, like he, 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 he would have said he was from the south. I'd be like, oh, okay, that's what's up. Not I, I, I would have been now. He's gonna be on here tripping. She said, Courtney said, show the picture. <laughs> Courtney, that dude is ugly. I'm telling you, he got he was ugly. he's ugly. He's scaly black. He ain't like the nice, smooth, pretty black. You know what I'm saying? He oh, chocolate. He, he, he ain't got no bumps. Do you smooth, think there's a certain toner about? or something that we can put on his skin? He, 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 he got black skin. He ain't got no bumps or none of that. But he maybe, he maybe a trip to America no. can so hey, help. Didi I'm knows him from way back in the day, so I think maybe that's part of know him. I just think he is so. But ugly. didn't he? Didn't he, he date him from back in the day? Didn't he date nine black women. Oh, well, no, I mean, no, I don't remember. He only no, dates 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 Okay. He dates super sister. Nah, he always well, dates super sister. Oh, because that's perfect. A snake. Yep. She exactly. said a snake. Oh, my goodness. No. Well, maybe it was his inside that made her feel he looked like that on the outside. He's maybe. Um, yeah, that's probably what it is. I, I just, uh, uh, he made it. Didi knows him. Grow, so I think that's same. part of it. Didi knows him from back yeah. in the day, so I think that's part of the situation. And he, so I mm. think that's why Didi like, Ugh. you know. Yeah, once you grow, people don't look the same no more. 
But and that's true. Javon Harris looked like he's from the south. I want you to chime in on that. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hook him up with nobody. If you dated him, is date at your own risk because he got yeah. some nerve looking like that. Boy, <laughs> anyways, I got my homeboy single. Mm. You know, we, we're trying to get him married. He ain't never made the good friend come forward. Huh? You said what? Maybe this friend come forward. She dropped the link. Tell him, tell him, come on. Tell him, yeah, drop the link. Hold up. Wait, wait, hold up. Where you live at? Where, where y'all? Hold up. I saw you in Atlanta. Where you live at? Louisiana. Oh, you in Louisiana. He from Mississippi, too. You, know? I, you see this comment What school right did he go to? That's going to be the answer. I mean, you said what school did he go to? Yes. Jackson State. No. Ew, no, I ain't talking about that. High school. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like Jackson State. This is me. Huh? Oh, I don't like Jackson State. Why you don't me? like Jackson State? It's hood. Um, I mean, um, most HBCUs are in the yeah, hood, though. So, okay, so, no. Right. So this is the thing. So I went to Forest Hill, and back in the day, I'm class of 98, so back in the day, I remember when Jackson State was not, like, people were applying to, you know, I went to MC, I went to Heinz, I went um, a couple other schools, but the thing is, people were applying to all these other different schools, and and Jackson State was not getting, I guess, the enrollment or I guess a lot of people that were, you know, signing up or applying for Jackson State. And after a minute, they ended up like dropping their requirements to like your your uh, ACT had to be like a 12. It was like something real low. And then you don't have to have it was like after a minute, people were looking like you don't have to do shit. You don't have to know nothing to go to Jackson State. And it was like and I guess they were just trying to get their numbers up or whatever it was. But when a lot of my friends ended up going, it was so disorganized, like 99, 2000, things like that. People ended up losing transcripts, losing records. It was like financial aid was missed. It was a lot of things. So maybe it was just at a point in time which things were just disorganized and it was really bad. And a lot of my friends ended up having to like pay money that there was already covered. It was so much stuff that happened and i was just like oh, i'm glad i did not take that that route and it's just never been something that you know a school that i was like oh yeah i can't and i and my grandma lived on florence avenue right right off of valley street we could walk to jackson state from my grandma's house you know it's just not my thing juan said we out here he said the good man not now juan i you know i always vouch for my boy he is one of the good ones like seriously, hands down, one of the best men I know. <clears throat> Period. Like ain't no secret about him. Juan is that dude. Hey, he he got the bag. See, he got, got the homeboys, but uh, they got bags. I got a couple homeboys. They got bags, but uh, that's one. No, he didn't. Juan said, "Just take your ass to work. That's it. That's, that's all I want. That's what he just said. Juan said, "Take your own risk." They don't. They didn't definitely cross paths. They didn't definitely dated some of the same. So, and this this is funny since we're on this. Like, I done had it to where women have dated them, right? That I knew. So maybe I had some type of function or something like that. And it's like, oh yeah. After they done been dating them for a little while, they like. So tell me about your boy. Whoa, wow. whoa. No, you on your own. I ain't telling you nothing about him. You decided to make that decision. Right. Oh, that's right. on you. So whatever y'all do, however y'all do it, 
I'm out of it. You ain't finna put me in a situation now that y'all been dating for like over a month now. Now you wanna now yeah, you wanna incriminate evidence, you know. So what's up with your boy? No, he's your boy now. I'm not getting into that. Yeah, I definitely didn't had that happen a couple times where she I just, had. Some she just want to know. She just she just asking you that because she want to know if he told you anything about her. He if may you, have, but I ain't I ain't got nothing to do with. She, she just want to know psychology stuff, female. You should have asked me before you before you decided to talk to him. You should have came to me and said, Adrian, you know, what's up with your boy? And I'm like. And I might say into at your own risk, but now you need deep. I ain't saying nothing. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I'm out she of it. She just want to know. She just want to know if she's relevant enough. I mean, she, she, she relevant today. I don't know if you're gonna be relevant tomorrow, but you relevant today. <laughs> That's the whole point. Like, <laughs> you not, relevant today. not today. But ask me in a month if you're relevant. Probably not. Wow. So what do you so okay? So Princess, she she doesn't think it's easy to find a, a good man. You know where can you find them and all that good stuff? Like where do you think that you should just go to find? I feel like you should just be out and about. You should be out and about. Like, yeah, just out and about. If you are presentable, you got your smell goods on. You're looking mm -hmm. cute. You ain't got to be at no club. You got you could be at the grocery store. Like yeah, men are be. everywhere. People are everywhere. Just go outside. Yeah, it costs a hundred dollars a trip out of Atlanta. Just so you know, you said it costs what? It costs a hundred dollars to go outside in Atlanta. No, it costs just to go outside. When you step outside, it's instantly your your bank account goes down a hundred dollars immediately. Oh my goodness, y'all crazy! <laughs> I uh, just park, walk around, go find Stone Mountain, do something active. Like you could, it's so many places people can meet, but they just limit themselves you to you find people out and about. I so I've never in life. I can't remember dating someone I met out of a club. Um, typically, when I dated someone, it was someone I met out and about. I met at a grocery yeah. store. But see, I don't talk to people. People are weird. People are like, uh, that's, and that's me. And I can say that's one of my reasons why I can say I'm single. Because I, I'm here by myself. You know, I moved from Mississippi 12 years ago by myself. And people are crazy. Like... I don't choose to talk to people. Like I can be at the at the gas station. One of my favorite pastimes is going over by my scratch house and play my, you know, play my numbers. I can go in there, get ready to pump some gas. Hey, shout it, shout it, shout it. Hey, what's up, what's up, what's up, whatever it is. Uh, and I'll say, oh no, first of all, I don't like the way you approach me. My name ain't a shout it, so um, it's, uh, it's automatic. No, no. But I always say something like, no, I'm good. Thank you so much. Yada yada. Oh, I'm I'm involved. I got somebody. I mean, whatever it is. Fuck you, then, Charlie. <laughs> Folks go from "Hey, you so beautiful" to "I'll kill you right." No, <laughs> no, no. So I don't typically being uh, I'm engaged with a lot of people out and about that are just strangers. It really would take me to be in a space where I'm used to being around certain groups of people. <laughs> And someone else introduced me. Hey, this is my friend so and so. So you're not already vouched that that person's okay. You can talk to them. They're not great. That's, that's what. That's the most successful situations is when you're actually introduced yeah. to, to someone. That is, you know, pound for pound. You know, st to statistically, mm -hmm. the best situation is when you meet someone through people that you know. Right. So statistically, that's the best way to meet people. So yeah, do that. Tell your friends, 
But people no. don't do that anymore. They, they, they really don't people do that. People don't have get-togethers anymore. Well, I will say, my friends, we used to have a podcast, and they will come together and do little things at the podcast house and have a lot of, you know, uh, I guess, game nights and things like that. But they were always coupled up. So they'll come with, a, you know, here's my boyfriend, here's my husband, here's my fiance, and nobody brought their single friend. Nobody said, come with me, come, nothing like that. So I'm the only one sitting there like, Okay, no one here is interesting and new and you know let them know, like yo, let's have a get together, make sure that you bring some single friends, and that way, well, boom, there it I is. The I am woe media group. I hope he's listening, should throw a whole I am woe media group game night in Atlanta. Hmm, I can get behind that. Let's see. Then, you know, I tell my boy to show his face. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Y'all, y'all asking about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'd be like, "Hey, bro, what's good?" But yeah, I mean, you know, I got a single homeboy. Yeah, for sure. In in Atlanta, in the area, he ain't Gwinnett County, but you know, nobody ain't nothing wrong with Gwinnett. It's a lot right over there. That's that's a lot of the reason why. Hey, but he ain't Gwinnett. He got his own house. He got his own car. He got all that. You know, he got his own. Yeah, he got his own all that. So Look I'm just that. saying, you know, what y'all be saying, like, I need a man with his own, all this and that. Yeah, don't, don't nobody want nothing fast. I don't want to go to the club. I want to go out like that. You know what I'm saying? He, you know what I'm saying? He, he a house dude. He don't really go out like that, which is probably why he's single, honestly, because he don't, he don't really go out like that. Auntie be in the house too, and that's why I said, even when I go to the grocery store, go to the gas. Don't talk to me, stranger. Why do you, stranger? <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, what I have say to that is, so, yeah. once you, know, you are, especially if you don't want no more kids, I don't. I mean, I mean, he's, I don't he's have kids. He don't really, you know, his child, uh, you know, like a sophomore in high school now. So, you know, he, you know, it's, oh, it's he, don't easy, he ain't gotta have it. So, you know, what I mean, he cool with it. Well, so, I don't have kids. Have I want somebody who wants kids. You, you have to talk. I mean, he open to it, but you know, if you got your own kids, you know, he he's like, hey, I ain't, you know, I, I got a child, so it's it's not it's not something I have to do. Right. But I will say that I want a husband more than I want a child at this point. I would rather have hey. a you know helpmate and a fun person to be with, a partner in life. Ooh, y'all see it. What's Ooh. that? Stranger. Oh, be quiet. Ricky Bobby. See, I'm just saying. Hey, Deb, she's so pretty. vouching for him. I'm just saying. I mean, honestly, and about like the when you out in public and stuff. Um, I learned that once, like I said, you do the work, you'll be vibrating on a different frequency. So you're not going to. Not every man is going to feel comfortable being like, "Hey, shouty." No one. You have this certain aura about yourself, this certain light, you know. Now, the only thing you might run into when you heal, you're going to attract people that need you, but that's when discernment comes in for you to say, mm -hmm. this is not my assignment. I can give you a word, something simple, real quick, give you, a you word. know, get in position <laughs> for God to do what he's going to do for you. We're not compatible, but you have to be able to be confident enough. And, you know, not I, like I tell people, I'm not here to waste your time. We could be cousins, you know, we could be friends, you want to be cousins. Not because. But I mean, 
if we're not compatible, we're not compatible. So I'm not gonna right. hold space in your life when I know that I can give you a word or two and send you about your way. I can give you some scriptures, some motivational quotes. I pray for you. I love you as a friend or a cousin if you want to be closer than a friend. But when you're not compatible, you're not compatible. And when you vibrating on that frequency, not everybody gonna feel comfortable talking to you. Once I decided that I was gonna do the work, I started to attract a different type of man. I don't get the A shouty. They be looking at me like, oh, they be bougie. Hey, mm -hmm. how you doing? Oh, I'm doing well. Blessing, highly favored. Excuse me, sir. Move. <laughs> no, excuse me, sir. Move. You know? Yes, well, we could be cousins. Some people don't want to be friends. They, you know, they, you, you could be my cousin. See, we're going to have to bring uh, Courtney on to a dating show. Y'all want to do a speed dating? No, let's not, baby. <laughs> <laughs> They do have those here. They have a lot of those. No, we do it here on the podcast. We've done a, a speed Oh, well, no, no, no. But we only got 10 minutes left. You know, we got to get off promptly at 10 o'clock for the radio um, for Black with No Chase, Black with No Chaser Internet Radio. Um, so I'm going to get to this one last topic. We got to go fast. I need everybody to answer as quickly as they can. What are three flaws you need to work on? I go first. Cause um, I ain't gonna, I don't shy away saying what's wrong with me. Yeah. Um, sometimes I overpour. That's a flaw. You over what? Um, overpour. I want to see okay. everybody do great. So mm -hmm. I'm going mm -hmm. to overpour and give you a little too much. Mm -hmm. I could be a little hard-headed, but I come around eventually. But I do know that I can be a little hard-headed, but I'm not stubborn to the point where can't nobody tell me nothing. Um. And the last one, I cuss a lot. I do too. I, I got the cussing spirit. We got a cussing Y'all ain't really cussed, though. I did good. I did good. I ain't want to get y'all banned because the stuff that come out my mouth, y'all have to really know me. Like, whoa, know me. Y'all have to really know me. The stuff that come out my mouth, baby, we'll all be crying, laughing because I would have said a couple of we're going to be anything. We're going to be fucking for real. You know, <laughs> But yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's me, you know, and um, yeah. What you got, Latoya? Uh, I would say that um, one flaw that I know I can definitely work on is I tend to give people more grace than they need to uh, have. Like, I think I'm guilty of staying in relationships, situationships, things like that way longer. I see the red flags. I see whatever it is. And I'm just like, well, if I love it, <laughs> I just love them out of this phase or I not trying to change them, but just thinking, okay, well, if they see that I'm truly a good person, then that will let them let their guard down, you know, and that's something I, no, I can't control that. That's, that's something I already see. <laughs> let me move on. Um, I think that I also, um, I don't like being corrected, so to speak. Uh, I, I hate feeling like I'm wrong about anything. Uh, not that I'm perfect or I know everything because I don't, but I don't like feeling like, dang, I messed that up. Dang that. You know what I mean? So I know I need to work on even giving myself grace because not everybody is always right. Not everybody has all the answers. Um, and I think that um, there's some things that, that I do still need to work on um, internally, you know, with with myself, with a lot of different things that um, are personal in my life that that I could be improving. Like, 
each day. One one day or one percent better each day is kind of one of the, the models of one of my old um, employers. And that's one of those things that I started doing last year and I just slacked off of it. And I think I need to get back to one one percent better every day. Like, what can I do better about myself? What can I improve upon? You know, I think that's one of the flaws I have. One thing that I need to do is work on myself more. Um, I don't like confrontation. I need to work. I don't like confrontation. Uh, I'll shut down or just ignore it before I address it. Um, I my mind went blank. I had all three of these things. <laughs> um, oh, I don't like asking for help, and I need to work on that. Even like I'll rather die than ask for help with something. And then um, the third one would be, um, I guess I, I'm I, I'm not good at saying no to people. Mm. Even like if it'll it may take more from me than like I do a lot of pouring into people. So I need to work on that. Setting boundaries, I guess. Adrian? Mm, um as y'all know I'm a big thinker so I overthink a lot of things which could uh cause issues. Um yeah I overthink a lot. Um I could be a bit cold hearted uh and I think that's just because of my upbringing. Mm -hmm. I, I you know, yeah, I can be cold-hearted. I just don't see the logic in, in some things, you know, with people and their feelings that just, ugh, what? Yeah. It just makes me, you know, ugh, your feelings. What are we talking about? Your feelings are not valid right now. So I know that's something that I could definitely work on. And um, I know my words can cut. Um, my, my words can cut deep because I don't really... I don't really think about it too much, you know what I'm saying, or that often I, I say what comes to my mind. And so, you know, I could I could definitely, it, it's true, but understanding that some people don't want the truth, like that could be a problem. So that's something I can definitely, definitely work on, on how I present information, you know, um, to people. For me, uh, I have zero patience, none, none. It's non-existent. It, I don't have any. I don't know if it's ever going to change, but I don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't. Um, I have severe anxiety. So I, sometimes I panic in not so serious situations. Throw some up that ain't even as serious. Um, and I have zero tolerance for incompetence, which is not good because everybody's not on the same levels for certain yeah. things. So I got to work on that because, uh, yeah, that's not good. It's not fun. Not yeah. cool. Um, but I went through them quick because we got four minutes for everybody to tell what they got going on, if they want to promote anything, if they want to let us know anything coming up here soon, real, real quick. One minute each person. Well, 30 seconds each person, if you can. If you got something coming up. Anybody? Leave it for the oh, gift. I'm going to follow Touch of Serenity my speed. I'm a graphic designer. got a cleaning business. I do a whole lot of things. You know, if you need it, I got you. Um, and it's about it. What was, your, what was the name again they could follow? Touch of Serenity by C. You say you're yes, a graphic designer? Hmm? Graphic, graphic designer. Graphic designer and all that. Um, you can go what's, to what's, hold on, what's all that? I mean, I have a few little things I do. I got a graphic design business. I have a cleaning business. 
And like I said, you know, healing and forgiveness coaching, I can forgive the unforgivable. I can have a lot of great insights to provide if y'all need me. Like I said, if you need me, I got you. Yeah. And y'all can just follow my shenanigans.com. Huh? So y'all can just follow my shenanigans. I don't have anything going on. We stopped doing my podcast, but I'm always up to shenanigans and no good on Instagram. It's T I W A I N A 2.0. Tawana 2.0. T I W A I N A 2.0. And I'm just there always providing quality content to all of my followers. It's just full of foolishness. Again, remember, I love Jesus and trap music. It's always a good time on my page. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm actually I'm checking my daughter into college this weekend, and I have a family reunion oh. coming up. That's all I got. Well, safe travels for you, and I hope she's off to a great start and covering for her this first year. Thank you. Uh, Gentlemen's Council, you know, follow me, gentlemenscouncil.com. Uh, Check me out. If you need coaching, you need training, anything like that, go there. Check it out. Yup, that's what I do. <laughs> Y'all know me. I'm the core queen. You can Google me. You can find me on all platforms. Um, I do a whole bunch of stuff, so I ain't even about to say it all. Just know I'm out in these streets making it happen. But this weekend, I will be in Miami for the Social Proof Podcast Summit from Sunday to Monday. Saturday to Monday. So, uh, yeah, I should have some good stuff coming back with me. We appreciate y'all in the comments. We appreciate y'all guests for coming. Y'all were amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for everybody that tuned in. Y'all, please catch us every Tuesday, 8 Eastern. We are also going to be tomorrow. Probably I'll I'll post a time when we'll be on Black with No Chaser. I mean, Internet Radio. It's Internet app. Check it out. Uh, Download it and listen to us if you didn't catch this or if you missed something or if you want to see, hear something else. We will be tomorrow streaming on that radio app. Thank you for the Iron World Media Group for always showing out, showing up, and being supportive to us. We'll catch y'all next week. We out of here. Bye. Bye. Bye.